Day the Truth. WTRJ, Orange Park, Jacksonville. WAYL, St. Augustine. WATY, Folkestone, Georgia. Online at ilovethetruth.com. Welcome to the Mercy Minute from mercyships.org. Happy New Year. We wanted to begin this new year of possibility with a note of thankfulness. We are so grateful for your partnership through 2023. Together, we have brought hope and healing to so many people. Because of you, nearly 3,000 life-changing surgeries have been provided. Over 1,000 medical personnel have received vital training, and thousands of lives have been forever changed. As we begin this new year, we eagerly anticipate the hope and healing ahead. We are grateful for your partnership, continued encouragement, and prayers for our mission in the future. We invite you to pray with us as we fully staff two ships in service in 2024. Pray that God will bring the right people to come and volunteer to bring hope and healing to those who need it most. Excited to see more stories of hope and healing? Check out our patient testimonies on our website, mercyships.org slash patient stories. Hey folks, welcome to SWAT Radio. Brad Sykes alongside my good buddy Doug McCary coming to you live. Yes, live on this Tuesday afternoon, January 9th, 2024. And no, we won't be playing any more Christmas music. Just treasure those. Is that those. true, Jeremy? All right. Uh, just, so we're back just, to yeah. regular music. Just treasure those in your heart, and we'll be back in 11 months. Yeah. Or maybe 10 months, actually. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, we may throw one in every now and then. It's good. Hey, we're we uh, we're good with that. And, uh, man, we are – I don't know how our folks over in Mississippi are or our friends up in uh, Virginia, Virginia Beach area, but we are experiencing some pretty – severe weather here in jacksonville well and one of our listening uh, stations up in folkestone georgia is right in the thick of it too so uh be careful up there um it, it looks like it's moving to the northeast from what i can tell um, i'm gonna pull it up it, on radar it's just pretty to see. well <clears throat> i'm surprised you hadn't been glued to the tv for eight hours a day based upon your past history hey listen anybody that's been tuned in to swat radio for any amount of time knows that <laughs> brad and the a, weather channel yeah. have a special relationship <laughs> we have a very intimate bond uh you know it, I've, I've said this many times as a guy who works in the real estate business so many people who are moving from these blue states to the reddest state in the union, maybe, uh-huh. uh, always asks, hey, we're excited about coming to Florida, but uh, what is the, what about the hurricanes? I'm like, you know what? <clears throat> There's always a threat of a hurricane or two or three, yeah. and uh, I have this tendency to tune in to the Weather Channel for you know five or six days in a row just to see what that sweet baby's going to do, but... Uh, Oftentimes, what is it, Doug, about Jacksonville, Northeast Florida? The the hurricane we tend to skirt these hurricanes, or they tend to skirt us. Well, yeah, just because of where we're located. But um, you know, this this thing, like, I'll be honest with you, I I had heard about Finn a few days ago out in the west, like, but hadn't thought. Oh, there's much a name about to this thing. Yeah, it's a it's a named storm. In fact, wow. I heard one of the weather guys call it a cyclone um which i thought cyclones were in 
Asia and stuff. We right. had hurricanes. They right. had cyclones. Right. Anyway, uh, in Mexico Beach, Florida, they recorded a 75-mile-an-hour wind gust. Uh, over in Tallahassee, they got a 50-mile-an-hour wind gust about, you know, uh, 30 minutes later. And so they, they've had issues. You know, Brad, a lot of times the tornadoes will get whipped up along I-10 between, mm-hmm. like, uh, probably Live Oak over in Mariana, right. you know, in that right. area. And so, anyway, it is the thing that makes this storm kind of uh, wild is it stretches from south oh. of us all the way up to north of North Carolina. <clears throat> well, mean, and our friends up in Virginia look yeah. like they may, be, may uh, be getting a little of that tonight. I'm looking at the radar, Virginia Beach. They're experiencing looks like some scattered storms, but uh, they they're going to get they're going to get some of this thing. Yeah, it, and so I mean, right now over uh, like Folkestone, Folkestone is out of the yellow red on the radar, yes, they and they're are. in the green. And uh, Jacksonville, we're getting it right here. Yep. Um, and but it's moved through. But there's like a a second wave. The first wave is a bigger wave moving through but it's just moving all the way up the coast that's crazy and uh literally stretches from south of cape coral which is pretty far down south florida all the way up to um i mean it it literally goes up to toronto brad i was gonna say yeah is that Um, not crazy that is crazy i mean well hey you know it is moving quickly um uh, we're not weathermen so uh <laughs> no but when you uh, i just want you to look at that for a second you're looking at the radar yes so i was reading about noah and the flood the other day and i was just thinking about the massive the massive amount of rain that had to take place for the for it to be flooded right and it take five months for it to come down below the mountains incredible I mean, you I mean, think about that. Uh, That's a massive amount of water. And and God, you know, when I was reading through that passage in Genesis, which is, by the way, you know, we've been talking about getting in the word. And let me just encourage you, if you don't read through the Bible um, regularly, let me encourage you to do that yeah. because it is so rich just to be reading, not for a Bible study you're doing or a part of, not for teaching, but just to read through for your own yeah. Yeah. personal yeah. Uh, feeding, I call it, mm-hmm. you know, feeding your soul and feeding your spirit. But as, you, as you're as reading through that, I was reading and I was just thinking about the massive amount of rain. And then God said, I will put my bow. I will put my bow. So Every time I see it, I'm reminded of my covenant never to destroy the earth again by water. And the rainbow has been hijacked. It is a symbol given from God. Whenever I see my bow in the clouds, God says, I will remember. And, And we have got to, as believers, take that back and say, you know what? This is God's symbol. This is not Satan's symbol. Yeah. Satan wants to take everything that's God's and pervert it. Yeah. And and too often, I've even caught myself looking at a rainbow going, really? You know, or, <laughs> or, or just getting upset. But instead of doing that, we've got to take it back and say, this is God's symbol of his covenant 
with the animals and man to say, I'm not going to destroy the earth again with water. And I, I was just reminded of that. Even as I look at this and I think of this massive amount of rain, think about all the rain that's falling from Toronto down to Cape Coral right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. All in that circle, wherever right. you see that, that's a lot of rain, Brad. Oh, man, it's incredible. It's incredible. I think the image you just planted in my mind, obviously, <laughs> uh, they didn't have weather radar. But can you imagine the size of the storm that God put together for it to rain for 40 days and 40 nights? Oh, I, 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 that's what I'm saying. Just looking at this. This right here is only taking out a, a portion of the eastern yes. United States. Yes. Can you imagine the whole world looking like that? Well, I was thinking about Psalm one nineteen or uh, uh, Psalm nineteen. The heavens declare the glory of God. Hmm. You know, the heavens and those when they're speaking of the heavens, they're talking about the sky above. In fact, it says the heavens declare the glory of God. The sky above hmm. proclaims His handiwork. Look at that storm and tell me that isn't God's handiwork. Now, hmm. it's. It can be extreme. Be careful if you're out there today. Like Doug said, mm. I think we're getting, we may experience up to 70 mile an hour winds. So be careful. But isn't it cool that we have radar to be able to see God's handiwork? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, I know it, that's a bizarre thought, not just that it's God's handiwork, but we have the ability through technology to see God's handiwork, mm-hmm. to see this. Like you said, this, um, what did you call it, typhoon or not a typhoon? Oh, a cyclone. Uh, cyclone. Yeah. There is some circular pattern to this storm. And, yeah. uh, and you know, as you just mentioned, it, speaking of the rainbow. Uh, the bow. How the beautiful bow. the bow is. The, yeah. The rainbow. Yeah. And, when and, you see it, and you see it. And, but I was struck by the fact that when God sees it, yes. He's reminded. Yeah. That, the, how, how, what a great God we serve. So I was He's thinking, so merciful. John 10, 10, when we know, well, uh, the thief comes not, but that he may steal, mm. kill, and destroy. Mm. You know, think of the things the enemy, well, let's put it this way. Um, if somebody knocks on your door or somebody knocks down your door to mm-hmm. steal something mm-hmm. and you run off, <laughs> you've allowed that stealing to take place. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, again, you know, if you're a criminal, sometimes people steal and, you know, I'm willing to give them what they want. Mm-hmm. But we are sitting by most of the time mm-hmm. and allowing the enemy to steal. Mm-hmm. And in this case, he, he's, we have given up the rainbow. He's, he's hijacked it. <clears throat> oh, my word. Like, he stole what, it. what if when the White House put a rainbow up, it was to remind people that God mm. is merciful and that he says he won't do that again. Yeah. See, I mean, w- but when are we going to fight? For but that? we didn't. The, it, right. the panel blows off. Yeah. And when it blows off, it sucks stuff. By the way, you know, a lot. Of, how many times you've been on an airplane? You take your seatbelt off, and you go, "I don't. I'm not wearing my seatbelt during this portion." You, if you'd have been near that hole, it could have sucked you out of the plane. Well, wasn't it the exit door? Yeah, it was the I mean, exit door. In fact, just, they said that it, 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 they, these people thought they were going to die. All their headphones, yeah, hats, every, all that everything got just out. got sucked out. And I mean, now United Airlines said they did all these inspections on these aircraft, and they found loose bolts and other parts 
mm-hmm. on the plug doors of five other planes, just like the one that that happened. Uh, and and Alaskan said the same thing. So, you know, we we take for granted a lot of stuff in our world when we're out there, whether it's flying on an airplane. I, I think about the faith we execute every yeah. time. You know, I, I that's why I crack up when people say, "Well, I, I'm not a person of faith." Uh, yes, you are. <laughs> yeah, every exactly. time you open a coke and take a drink, every time oh. you get on an airplane, every time you take an aspirin, yeah, or yeah, um, I mean, you're you're exercising faith that the people that put those products out, whatever it is, are are doing what they say they're going to do, or right. making sure. That's why, you know, uh, the the issue is not if you're a person of faith; it's what your faith is in. Uh, and so anyway, <clears throat> no, I, I, I was thinking when I read that, that I was just on a United flight just a few weeks ago, that same plane, not mm-hmm. the same exact plane. I have no idea, but, uh, and, and I don't know about you being that we're both kind of, I guess would be considered taller. Yeah. Uh, I like those exit, uh, rows because they definitely give you more leg room, but, uh, that, that would shook you. You, you and me you both. Up, we, right? Yeah, we, we we definitely would. Uh, hey, um, also uh, Michigan I, okay. didn't even watch it yeah, down. Mich- Michigan, they won it and uh, didn't realize, but started doing a little research afterwards. How Jim Harbaugh? Now I know Jim and his family; they're Catholic, but he he said something about the Holy Spirit in his after game speech and i'm like wow hmm. Lori and i did a double take she rewound it and we replayed it again and you actually just, stayed up till I, the end I, of that i did man I did. Lori, good job me, me and Lori watched that game we I, sure did i had uh, our our friend jeff andrews uh sent me an email yesterday and he said something about uh that his wife occasionally makes him stay up and watch football games. And I said, man, I like your wife. <clears throat> um, well, we watch but it together. I Lori and I love watching this. I, well, and Vicky and I usually do too. But yeah. 8.30, man, <laughs> if, I'm, <laughs> if I'm comfortable on the sofa, Doug, and it's 8.30 at night, yeah. there's a good chance my eyes are closed. Yeah. <clears throat> so I did not watch it down, but I'm proud of you that you, you, <laughs> you and Lori it. stayed up to watch I, that. I did. <laughs> Hey, call us this afternoon. As I mentioned yesterday, it's open line week, not just open line day. You can call us, 844-777-7928, 844-777-7928. Give us a call. Love to hear from you. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomnehl.com. 
the Florida Georgia Truth Network on the air in St. Augustine at 91.9. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles, if you've been hearing the same old voice of the same old lies, if you're trying to feel the same old holes inside, there's a better life. There's a better life If you got pain He's a pain taker If you feel low Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here on this Tuesday. Rainy, rainy Tuesday. Rainy and windy, Wednesday. Rainy and windy Tuesday. Rainy and windy, Wednesday. <laughs> I was going to say, windy. It is definitely a windy. Yeah. Uh, it is windy. And I uh, hope you're staying safe, at least, uh, well, uh, uh, wherever you're listening from, especially here in Northeast Florida, Southeast Georgia, because we are in the thick of it right now. I can hear it outside. So uh, glad you tuned in. If you want to call this afternoon, love to hear from you. 844-777-7928. 844-777-7928. You can also email us any questions or comments. Do you have any ideas about uh, how we reclaim the, the rainbow? <laughs> the rainbow. <laughs> and many other things. Ask at SWATradio.com. A-S-K at SWATradio.com. Yeah, I, it was, it, I loved watching some of the stuff about the game. I was conflicted. I told you I, I was really hoping Michael Penix, the quarterback, would have a good game. But um, Jim Harbaugh, um, you know, um, after the game, like I said, was um, talking about the Holy Spirit. He just threw that. I mean, like you don't hear you hope people you, you will hear people talking about God, um, but um, you know, talking about the Holy Spirit, you don't hear that a lot. You know, um, so that was a really interesting thing, and I, I'm not sure where he's at faith wise. He he certainly um, is vocal about it him and his brother have always been vocal about being a pro-life um so well uh, i was just looking up and uh, i don't want to read the whole article but uh on the daily citizen um it uh, the headline of it and this was january 3rd so this was last week um just it's heartening to see coach harbaugh be outspoken about his faith and passionately vocal about his pro-life convictions now mm. um but he shares why jesus christ is is the key so uh-huh. um anyway i'm not i'm I, obviously i'm not going to read the whole article but it's <laughs> it, it, he, the headline is coach jim harbaugh shares why jesus christ is a key figure in his life well yeah. well you, you know it's pretty fascinating his dad won a national championship did you know that yes i did know okay. that in his fact, brother yeah. won a super bowl and so he, he made the statement that i can sit at the big person's table now because <laughs> he finally won won that but anyway it was it was good i was happy to see him win uh, i'd like seeing michael Penix play better congrats to all of them uh, but now it's over no more football for a while so uh, all you football lovers out there uh, you can spend some time reading God's Word. How about that? <clears throat> well, let me read this, and then that'll kind of tie in with what you just said and the importance of being in the Word of God. 
Harbaugh said this. This is two days before the Wolverines cinched a spot in the finals. Coach Harbaugh was asked why Jesus Christ is such a key figure in his life at a pregame press conference. As is common with Harbaugh's media appearances, his answer was intriguing, if nothing else. He says this, I quote, I have been, I have a feeling that if Jesus would have come back now in this era, I suppose that many of the biblical analogies and teachings would be about sports as well as agriculture, which a lot of his were about agriculture, maybe a combination of the two, Hmm. unquote, Harbaugh said, adding. Anyway, uh, yeah, I was thinking, how important is it to be in the Word of God? And you kind of almost led into that. uh, Just, you know, and and I'm kind of big on not just being a person who – and I I don't want to discourage anybody from reading through the Bible in a year, but – I think it's important not to put a time frame on it, no, but to build the discipline of spending time in the Word every day. Yeah, and it's not difficult to do. Um, you know, I'm curious, Doug. So oftentimes, you and I spend a lot of time off the air uh, talking about our past, our our upbringing, mm-hmm. and and I'm. Uh, not just our upbringing as members of a family, but our upbringing as members of the church. Yeah. How did, we, you know, who was it that emphasized the importance of being in the word mm-hmm. and in your life, parents, I'm uh, assuming well, your parents. Oh, probably. Well, yeah. I can remember, you know, I, I think I've shared this before and like I rem- my earliest memories, uh, obviously at church we did, we did, uh, you know, Bible drill and the memory verse and stuff. But I can remember my dad in middle school getting us up at 6.30. And um, we would have our time. He would read. He just read. They pretty much Good. just read. Yes. He would pray, read the Bible. There was really not a lot of explanation. This it is at just, the breakfast table? Uh, well, this is before breakfast. Okay. This is get up, read the Bible. And then we would eat, and while we were eating, we could watch the Three Stooges. But before we did that, <laughs> we would he would read mm-hmm. the Bible to mm-hmm. us, and he would just read through. Um, that, and like I said, there wasn't any explanation. There wasn't no other book. It was just reading the Bible. It was just we did it every day. What a, what a great discipline. I was just thinking about, as you were speaking, there <clears throat> uh, young dads that are out there, if you're raising a family. Yeah, and you feel like, man, I am not equipped to do family devotions. I would argue, you are absolute. If you can read, you are equipped. Um, man, there there's so many good devotions. Uh, Vic and I are once again, as I think you and Lori were doing morning and evening. Spurgeon, we've done that how many times? I don't know. Yeah, uh, well, we like <clears throat> and we like uh, Paul Tripp's, Tripp's devotional but, book, New Morning Mercies. But, but well. what your dad did. And the importance of just open the Bible, just mm-hmm. open it and read it. You don't have to give, you don't even have to give commentary. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I, my experience, Doug, was. And I, I've done it like two mm. or three times uh, as a systematic, but then I went to what the Robert Murray McShane, uh, who was a pastor who had a reading plan. There's lots of them out there. If you go, there's lots of different with chronological reading plan. Mm-hmm. There's the discipleship journal. There's all kinds of different reading plans. But 
again, going back to what you said, it's not about checking a block and just saying, I read the Bible for the day. Yeah. It's, <clears throat> it's reading it with the expectation of God revealing himself to you through his word, something about him, something about you, how those two things relate, and how we live our life in light of that truth. If that's not a part of your reading, then then you are not really allowing it to do what God intended to do through the word. Amen. Amen. We we talk often about the importance. It's not just about... uh, uh, about getting through the Bible, it's letting the Bible get through you. Uh, I've said this, you know, this is a rather graphic image, and I, you know, you and I both disciple men, so I, I give them some good man language, but I tell them, you know, look at how often in Scripture you'll see the word feeding, mm-hmm. feeding. You know, when uh, I have this tendency, Doug, if I eat too fast, Mm-hmm. I, I tend to burp. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, 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 you know, if you're burping after you eat, just a, just a medical little diagnosis. If you're burping after you eat, you ate too fast. Mm-hmm. You read the word too fast, you'll burp. Yeah. You'll burp it up, and and that's not what it's for. It, you should really slow down as you read the word. And I am not. I mean, a lot of my friends know me as a big reader. I love to read. But honest to goodness, I have to read multiple times just to just to let it kind of marinate in my mind and really in my heart. Yeah, one of, one of the things I've always appreciated about Lori is her depth. Lori brings out depth. She she yes. she asks a thousand questions. Sometimes it drives me insane because I I tend to not go that deep, but but there's something very beneficial about going deep oh man not yes. just in the word but in life and doing it with someone else yeah. like you're doing with lord yeah so when we so come good. back uh we can pick it up there and we're, yeah. we're looking at these these four disciplines that and we'll talk about them when we come back yeah 844-777-7928 give us a call With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Much of the nation's midsection is being pelted with snow. Correspondent Donna Water. The storm's snow and gusty winds are creating whiteout conditions that have closed parts of two interstate highways, a long stretch of Interstate 80 in central Nebraska and a part of Interstate 70 in Kansas. Schools and government offices in several states are closed today. Meteorologist Josh Weiss of the National Weather Service's Weather Prediction Center says the storm isn't over yet. This system will continue to move northeast today into tonight and continuing into Wednesday into the Great Lakes bringing a widespread swath of 6 to 12 inches of snow from places like just north of Kansas City, Missouri, through just north of Chicago, Illinois, and into the into parts of Michigan. I'm Donna Water. Also at SRNews.com, former President Donald Trump in federal court in Washington, arguing that he is immune from prosecution on charges that he plotted to overturn the results of the 2020 election. He says the case would not have been brought against anyone else. By normal standards, if it weren't me, that would be the end of this case. But sometimes they look at me differently than they look upon others. Mr. Trump, the 2024 Republican presidential primary frontrunner, attended today's arguments. 
even though the Iowa caucuses are just one week away. And despite the fact that there is no requirement that defendants appear in person for such proceedings. A U.S. citizen has been arrested on drug charges in Russia. The arrest of Robert Woodland Romanov was reported by the press service of the Moscow courts. There was no immediate comment from the U.S. Embassy in Moscow. Stocks remain mixed. The Dow is down 222 points, but the Nasdaq is ahead three points. This is SRN News. If you haven't switched to MediShare yet, two big reasons to at least consider it and why it makes so much sense right now. Number one is inflation, which is just affecting everything. It just makes sense to say, okay, where can I actually save? Well, you can save a lot in one fell swoop if you switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 a month. Secondly, your conscience. MediShare members aren't forced to pay for things they don't support or believe in. And that's a big deal for a lot of people right now. They want their money to actually help people. And one more reason, you can trust MediShare. It's been the gold standard for healthcare sharing for more than 30 years. It works and members love it too. It has double the member satisfaction rating compared to health insurance. So now's a great time to consider making the switch and they are very easy to talk to. MediShare has great customer service. You can call now and get a price within two minutes. Here's the number. It's 844-55-BIBLE. That's 844-55-BIBLE. 844-55-BIBLE. No active accidents, but there is congestion building up on I-95 northbound approaching and over the Fuller Warren Bridge, also on the ramp to I-10 westbound. And there's congestion on U.S. 17 Roosevelt Boulevard northbound and southbound near NAS Jacks. Cloudy with showers tonight, low 42 Wednesday, sunny, breezy, and cooler, high 59. From the Traffic and Weather Center, I'm A.J. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here on this uh, Tuesday afternoon, January 9th. Glad you have tuned in. Um, it is basically a open line week. Love to hear from you. If you want to call us this afternoon, 844-777-7928, 844-777-SWAT. You can also email us any of your questions or comments, Ask at SWATradio.com, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. Brad, you were talking about the burp earlier. You know, if people are just <laughs> Sorry, that was a in. little uh, yeah. hey, <clears throat> bad well, illustration. Hey, I want to let people know, if you're listening out there and you are a SWAT guy, if you were at the beach, we are no longer meeting at Woody's Barbecue at 6.30 a.m. Starting uh, January 17th. Next Wednesday. Yeah, we will be meeting at the Ponavidra YMCA on Landrum Road, out by Landrum Middle School. So uh, that's uh, January 17th. We are no longer meeting at Woody's Barbecue. Thank you to Woody 
uh, for allowing us to meet there. We met there for, for like 12 years. years. A long yeah. time. Amen. And so, uh, <clears throat> but we're moving uh, to the Ponte Vedra Y. We'd love for you to join us as well as all our SWAT groups and women's SWAT starts back. So, uh, hey. and we'll be meeting here at the Salem Center. Do you mind if I give a quick plug? Yeah. Um, chamber plug. Uh, for those at least in the Northeast Florida area, maybe familiar with the Northeast Florida Christian Chamber, um, we have we are actually so we didn't do, we didn't have a luncheon in December. <clears throat> we had our luncheon in November, which was a first responders lunch, where we provided lunch for any first responder who showed up, which was great. Doug was SWAT Radio is one of the sponsors, and uh, January twenty fifth we have one of our. Uh, favorite theologians, Dr. Albert Moeller, yeah. will be in town, and he will be speaking at the Northeast Florida Christian Chamber. That's January 25th. That's a Thursday from 11 to 1 at the Schultz Center. Go to neflchristianchamber.com. Buy a ticket for lunch. I hope we can get him here for that Thursday. For we're an in, we're in certainly going to work on that for yeah. sure. Uh, he's obviously been our guest uh, via technology <laughs> yeah yeah well, well, well i'm hoping we can get him in here because it'd be interesting especially in light of everything going on um you know uh, in our country this year yeah. and kind of where we're at well in fact i was meeting with jeff dalrymple this morning we were talking about the spiritual disciplines of you know the christian life we our caller bruce uh, yesterday called in talking about donald whitney's book spiritual disciplines book and uh, we got to talking, and Jeff was asking something about my reading pattern, my discipline of reading. I said, you know, um, I remember when we had Dr. Moeller on the first time, Doug, mm-hmm. I remember listening to him talk. And it wasn't it wasn't an arrogant you know, statement how much he reads. Mm-hmm. I think it was like a book a day, something oh, yeah. something along that line, or, yeah. or maybe four books a week, something just like. Yeah. And I thought. Boy, what a great discipline that is! Now I couldn't read that much. I I can't read that much in a month, but uh, I, I, what a challenge that was to read that much. A book a day, man. Yeah, but I, I was going to say this, and we were talking about the Happy importance. To read a book a year right now, <laughs> you know. Well, we were talking about the importance of of uh, the discipline of being in the Word of God. R.C. Sproul said this. He said the the real problem of our negligence. He says, we fail in our duty to study God's word, not so much because it is difficult to understand, mm. not so much because it is dull and boring, but because it is work. Our problem is not a lack of intelligence or a lack of passion. Our problem is that we are lazy. Well, and quite frankly, you know, going back to your burp comment about how quick we try to do stuff. Like we live in a very hurried, um, we a very hurried age. Like like you think about our our time schedule. Our, um, you know, uh, Swindoll says in intimacy with Almighty, we're, we're kind of like more like a herd of cattle in a stampede <laughs> than we are a, a pasture of sheep eating down by a, a, a you know a calm stream, right? Um, you know, Richard Foster said that superficiality is the curse of our age, and it is. Man, you look at yes. social media has made it ten times worse. 
you know, I remember when you, the drive-in restaurants, you know, like we go through a drive-through now. If you don't get a completely cooked meal in two minutes, you're upset, right? Yeah. <laughs> Think about that. You yeah. want a full cooked-to-order meal, fries, hamburger, and everything ready in like two minutes from the time you tell them. Think about that, Brad, for a yeah. second. Like, like we are so uh, much a a uh, instant gratification satisfaction mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's a problem spiritually because you can't do spiritual life with god like that yeah right? no you're absolutely right um so if you if you really reflect and think um are we among those that desire the deep all right because if you look at our world around us Everything in our world pushes us to instant, to superficial, um, whether, whether it's just. And one of the things he says in Intimacy with Almighty is that you almost have to be pushed to go, I don't want to be with the superficial anymore. I'm tired of it, right? Uh, because and unless you're fed up with the superficial, you're not going to be willing to put in the work to get the deep. Yes, you're right. Does that make sense? Yes, you're absolutely um, right. And so, um, I, I, Paul, I, I love what Paul says in um, Philippians. You know, in Philippians 3, he lays out his laundry list of qualifications about, I was this, I was a Hebrew of Hebrews, I was a Pharisee, I had all these things. But now, what? I count it all as dung. I, I, I look at all these things that were supposedly gained to me, he says. Why? He says, I've suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish that I may what gain Christ. And then he says this in verse 10. And this is, this is one of my memory verses like for January. That I may know him, the power of his resurrection, and the, that I may share his sufferings becoming like him in death that by any means possible i may attain the resurrection of the dead paul says that i may know him the power of his resurrection that i may share his sufferings becoming like him in his death those last two everybody wants to know him everybody wants to know the power of the resurrection but in order to get those things to become a part of who you yes. are You've got to share in his sufferings yeah. and become like him. And that's why Jesus said, what? you got to take up your cross, deny yourself. And, and the cross is the daily dying. It's a daily thing. Mm. Well, yeah, yeah that, that's language we don't particularly uh, embrace. Mm -hmm. uh, you're telling me I've got to die? <laughs> yeah. I have to die to my own desires? Um, I love that verse uh, that Paul says. But but is there anything if you Brad as you, if you think back to all the Bible verses you've read, you've meditated, you've studied, think about how they all come back to this idea of knowing Him. Even John uh, fifteen five, where Jesus says, "What if you don't abide in me? Mm -hmm. If you don't abide yeah. in me, you're not going to produce fruit. You've yeah. got to." If the only way you're in producing fruit is not just making disciples or being a witness, 
It means that if anything is going to count in your life for anything, it's only a result of your abiding in him. Yes. Yeah. Anything else is rubbish. Mm. Well, I was thinking about a couple of verses were coming to my mind. I was thinking about when Paul tells Timothy, he says, uh, guard the good deposit. Mm -hmm. You know, this idea that we have... We have, as Paul says, we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God. The power of, uh, you know, I was thinking as you were sharing earlier, we, we should we should call Tim McKenzie up and have him just chime in on uh, his ministry on every word, which is, of course, the scripture. It says man, man cannot live on every word. Yeah. Or man cannot live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Yeah, we how, need to have him on. Again. How valuable, not just, well, how valuable and how powerful the word of God is in our lives. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that whole, think about that. Man cannot live on bread alone. The spiritual man, we need we need his word. Yes. That's what we need to feed on. Yeah, and, and you said this yesterday, uh, quoting from Psalm 42, as the deer pants yeah. for the water. Well, who wrote that? Well, <laughs> the guy who wrote that uh, was heart sick for God's presence. Yeah. He desired that more than anything else. Yeah. And it's easy in our world to hurry up and try to get other people satisfied to forget he's the only one truly that matters yeah yeah hey when we come back we'll talk about stewarding over the time that we have you're going to spend time today reading what is it that you're reading join us 844-777-7928 give us a call love to hear from you you can also email us at ask at swatradio.com we'll be right back This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. SWAT Radio is brought to you in part by Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. is a full-service sales door and window installation company. Both of the owners are licensed contractors and are involved in the daily operations of the company. All of their trucks are company-owned and fully equipped. Their mission is to provide Jacksonville and the surrounding area with door and window replacement services. To learn more, call 904-701-3667. That's 904-701-DOOR. Or online at www.acedoor.com. The Florida Georgia Truth Network. The Jacksonville Beaches listen at 91.7. There is good news for the captive, good news for the shame. There is good news for
Hey, hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here on this Tuesday afternoon. And, uh, boy, we are, I can hear the rain outside, so it's, it's coming pounding. down. Hey, um, you know, we, we said yesterday we were going to get into simplicity to, and silence, but we're only going to hit simplicity today. That There's four disciplines that Swindoll talks about in his book that he's he's basically extracting these from different scriptures. But um, the, the decision in our life is to reorder our private world, our personal world. And the discipline required is, is simplicity. And, you know, in Ecclesiastes, it says, God made us plain and simple, but we have made ourselves very complicated. Think about it, Brad. <laughs> I, I can remember when we were cleaning out uh, the house, we found a typewriter. And, and I found papers that I wrote on that typewriter. What could you do when you were working on a term paper back 30 years ago? <laughs> All you could do was work on the term paper. Right. But now you get on a computer and you're in the middle of a com- uh, working on your term paper and you get a text that pops over your computer that says, hey, you got a text. You need to deal with that. Or you get an advertisement that pops up. And that's the thing advertisements are everywhere you can't look at a news channel you can't look at anything and what is the one goal of every ad that's out there in every realm to make you dissatisfied yes and to make you dissatisfied with who you are and what you have yeah all right and because they're trying to sell you something right and what do we do we accumulate consumption is the word of our culture right it is enough is never enough we're always looking for more and in fact you know the lust of the eyes is i, I tell people yeah. you know what the what the <laughs> lust of the eyes is it's mentioned in first john two fifteen. but the lust of the eyes is when you see something that you didn't even know existed to with me I'm never distracted. No. And see, this is the danger. And, and and we've talked about this before of doing your devotions on your devices. You, if you do your devotions on your iPhone or your iPad, there's always a possibility, even if you put it on airplane mode mm. sometimes. The enemy's crafty. But you know what he can't do on your page of your Bible? I mean, there ain't going to be no message pop up on your page. If you get a Bible and do it. And, you know, Chuck Swindoll in in his little booklet um, said that even he was led astray when he was president of Dallas Seminary. He said, you know, where students were so busy, so pressed, they were exhausted trying to balance work and study. They Many of them had to work and then go to seminary. Um, and you, you would think at seminary, of all places, they would make it time to be built in there. But he goes, it was very strange. On the campus where men and women were training to become God's servants, that they were falling victim to the busyness what one guy calls the tyranny of the urgent. And if it can happen there, he says it can happen everywhere. And he quotes Alexander Solzhenitsyn. If you don't know who that is, he was a a prisoner in Russia. And he came to Christ in prison. And he said, bless you, prison, Mm -hmm. for having been in my life. But he says this, 
He so he says it is enough if you don't freeze in the cold, and if thirst and hunger don't claw at your insides, if your back isn't broken, if your feet can walk, if both arms can bend, wow. if both eyes can see, if both ears can hear, then whom should you envy, and why? Our envy of others devours us most of all. And here's a guy who spent time in a Russian gulag. And you just read something like that and you think, wow, here he is. And, you know, a lot of times we we like to say, well, yeah, I need to do it, but I'll do it next week. And we just keep putting it off. Yeah. Swindoll says... This is something, if you if you decide you're going to try to simplify your life, you better hold on because you're mm-hmm. going to find that you are going against the wind, the wind of culture, the wind of your peer group. People will ridicule you. People will say, well, it's not realistic. Come on, you got to be realistic. Um, it, it You have to have what he calls intense determination what well here's the thing i've got a pair of broken glasses in my truck i i'm like why am i keeping broken glasses i'm not going to repair them right i i but but we we accumulate and here's the thing that to get rid of the clutter isn't just uh of something that we ought to think about it's absolutely essential yes. because these cluttering things in our life will compete for our time, whatever it is. Well, and, Doug, and I know you and you, you, you say this often. I, I feel like I say this often as we are behind these mics. We don't have that down either. Nope. And I'm realizing as you're talking and I'm thinking about shedding off some of the a lot, not just some stuff. A lot of stuff. It, it may be material possessions. It may be emails you have in your inbox. Uh, boy, I start. It may, listen, I keep getting an alert every day on my phone that says you need more storage in your iCloud. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've got videos and pictures that I treasure, but mm-hmm. I don't need nine of them <laughs> of yeah. the same picture. What? What? How important is it that we take an inventory? of the essential things we need in our life yeah could be relationships could be material possessions it could be uh, digital things that we're connected to yeah so uh, you know you you can get overwhelmed when you start thinking about everything Mm. so so let's let's just think about as we close our time out today let's think about two two things that will be tough but we can move towards simplifying which is really that first discipline of simplicity Mm -hmm. reordering our world around us all right first slow down just a little bit in your life have some time where you get away and just get alone with god you go in and don't don't just go talk to him about uncle fred and aunt bessie and 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 helping them out in their physical ailments we're talking about getting alone with his word, opening his word up, and start reading. It doesn't matter where. Pick Genesis. Pick Matthew. Pick a book and start reading. Just a chapter a day. Read, yeah. 
read and let him speak to you. My friend Lance Waldy says it's more important to hear what God says to you for you to tell him anything. Amen. I mean, like, you know, Amen. I want to hear what God says. So that's the first thing. Second thing 